You're listening to The Cold Crypts on WNYU 89.1 FM. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Cold Crypt. This is my first episode back in the station uh, for the spring. This is also my last uh, season at WNYU. As I mentioned prior, I'm, I'm really, really excited to have uh, a brand new person in the studio today, a brand new friend who I'm meeting today. Uh, but we talked online, so like, you know, technically meeting. Um, yeah. <laughs> if, you'd like to, if you'd like to introduce yourself, pronouns, uh, what you do, whatever you want to plug, go crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm 10, a burn, like the guy from the Talking Heads. Uh, I'm he, but I'll <laughs> never be him. I'm a film bro here at Tisch, and I'm a sophomore. Uh, and I'm the host of Vocaverse here, a uh, Vocaloid radio show, which is what we will be talking about today. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful transition. So, yeah, I've been actually kind of, I kind of sort of wanted to talk about Vocaloid. I think in general, just like very niche electric or tech like oriented music has always been kind of interesting to me. Um, I do kind of want to know like why you're invested in enough to have a radio show though i've been like a big vocaloid fan ever since i was in like middle school like i found the music through like um like animations that i'd see especially like furry animations furry love furries love this furries love this um (laughs) and um i i got really into it and like most people most people think miku's like a real person like when they first get into it (laughs) which i find very funny now um Mm -hmm. but she's not and i feel like uh the fact that she's, like, a fake person kind of, like, adds to the allure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of, like, all Vocaloids, like, they're fake. Like, they're not real. Um, They're, they're simply a tool. Mm-hmm. And that that was very cool. And I do, I did also really appreciate, like, it's, like, a music I've never heard before in my life. Like, I was, like, just getting into music when I first was, like, finding these songs. Because, like, before that, I listened to, like, Sirius XM Hits 1. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, I, I didn't really, I wasn't really, like, into music when I was, like, 12. The first band I got really into was Tally Hall, which is like not related to this at all. But um, like I, I started like kind of listening to more like I guess like unique music at the time. I mean Tally Hall is very very popular now. Well, mm. they blown up. Uh, yeah. Like good for them, good for them. <laughs> I was there first though. Anyway, um, and like I I don't know like it's just like it's so different, especially when you've been like listening to like very I guess like popular music at the time where it's like you listen to, like, kind of different stuff, and you're like, oh, that's kind of, mm. mm-hmm. like, I don't know, especially, like, and I was not only listening to my popular music, but my dad would only play, like, Eric Clapton and Led Zeppelin, and nowadays, I'm a very big Led Zeppelin guy, um, and I'm wearing, like, a Motley Crue shirt right now, so, like, I have, clearly, I have breath, but, like, I, I also feel like I, I didn't think my dad was cool, um, so I ended up liking this. Um, I still don't, but he was on my radio show last semester, so I, maybe he's a little cooler now. Hey, how would you technically define, like, Vocaloid when you bring it up as, I guess, a topic for your show? Like, what does that mean for you? Uh, this has been very difficult, um, and I've been, like, trying to um, do this because, like, I have, like, a bunch of, like, old people in my family that are like, ah, oh, you have a radio show, like, what, what's that about? And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm like, I don't want to lie. They keep saying, like, oh, my God, like, I bet, I bet you play, like, like such good music on there and I'm like I I don't play Pink Floyd I I'm so sorry but yeah and I I try to explain it like there's this voice synthesizer software and a lot of people use it if they can't sing or don't want to for some reason and it's really cool and they have like these little characters and it's kind of collectible and you know I like to collect (laughs) characters I mean I got my my I see the bag bag I see him (laughs) uh because he's 
Am I allowed to say favorites on here or no? Yes. Okay. Kaido is my favorite Vocaloid. Uh, they say I'm not allowed to say that. It's very difficult to like kind of hammer this down as a genre, even though I kind of consider it one. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as technology develops, the lines kind of blur a little bit because initially um, it was very, very, I mean, a lot of people, again, thought Miku was real, but um, you could kind of tell like after you know or like by default that like she didn't sound like a person, like mm-hmm. that's like a robot um, yeah. because uh, these were synthesized via like different samples that were kind of stitched together in the machine. But nowadays um, we have like, with the assistance of AI technology consensually, Mm-hmm. Um, these voices will get closer and closer to reality where I've listened to some stuff and I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's from a machine. That's a little scary, but <laughs> good for them, I guess. So I feel like over time, this could be, I, the genre is kind of like, it doesn't become a genre every anymore because like, you can't like make that distinction, mm-hmm. which I find kind of interesting, like from a technology standpoint. Yeah. And I, I do want to, I know it's kind of a heavier, like, kind of debate, but I do kind of want to touch on that, like, is it not real music, but, like, that thing of it being a consensually given, like, voice sample. Um, this is, like, one of the one times I find, like, it's kind of fun to have something that's very generative off of something that is um, man-made and artistic, like, vocals, but it is something that was, like, largely consented they're like libraries of people's voices yeah that then are being uh pitch shifted and altered to fit what another creative person is making because somebody still has to make the song as well is yeah. something i think uh needs to be stressed with how like vocaloid works really is like people making the songs and then having somebody who gave their voice to like a program and then using both of those things yeah and it's very much like like it's these people's options, like, whether or not they want to go into, like, the AI world of Vocaloid. Mm. Like, in particular, um, there's this Vocaloid called Gokpoid, uh, who was on, like, the earlier engines. Um, and he's voiced by the famous Japanese singer Gokt um, from, I believe he was in Malice Miser. Uh, I should know that because I'm really into Malice Miser, but I think he was. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, he has stated recently that he doesn't want to make, like, a new voice bank for Gokpoid because mm. uh, he doesn't want, he's, like, he doesn't want his voice to be replicated that closely. So it's, like, very much, like, they're not going to make these people, like, give something, like, that they don't want to. But there, mm-hmm. there's still, like, a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'll do a new Vocaloid, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I do like that there is, like, very much communication with these voice artists as well. Um, because, like, that's, like, been a big thing with people, like, stealing, like, voice actors' voices and, like, making them say things that they would not. And that's, that's very frightening to me (laughs) it's the thing of like you mentioned a lot of people um when you first talk about vocaloid or when they first hear about they hear about miku and they assume oh that's hatsune miku is a real person um but people who uh are more familiar with vocaloid know that's an animated character so that idea of there's animations that kind of bring you into it there's the fan made and there's the like official uh let's start with like did you look more in, did you get started into this via those like kind of fan made channels more yeah than, like, i was in the fan made stuff especially stuff that like i first saw like they did not use the image of miku in it like mm-hmm. i'm just hearing the music and i'm like this is so this is fire bro mm-hmm. so i had to like <laughs> i had to look into that and then like i i found miku from there and then like you know there's a bunch of like different like videos that you've probably seen like if you're a Miku guy, like, like, Triple Baka and stuff, where it's, like, a little animations of, like, all the characters, well, like, three characters there, and, like, they're all kind of given their own personalities in each of these mm-hmm. videos, which I also find very unique, because it's, like, 
Well, most people, they see Miku, and, like, the kind of base description of her, I'd say, is that she's, like, a 16-year-old idol, Mm -hmm. uh, and that's about it. But in reality, like, it's very much, like, a malleable thing. It's up to the producer, like, the person making the music or the person making the artwork who Miku is. Like, she doesn't have, like, in reality, she doesn't have, like, a set age, even gender. There's a bunch of, like, Miku, like, gender bends that people do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I find that really cool, like, as a mode of, like, artistic expression because you kind of have this base design. But you could do whatever you want with it, basically. Mm -hmm. And it does kind of go into the fact there are, like, different types of vocaloids. Like, there's a lot of, like male versions of the voices yeah. and a lot of them that even kind of like try to play with the fact that they might sound feminine or male or like some people um do like kind of try to like make the voice bank sound like masculine or feminine uh even when that's like not the intention which i also find really really cool mm-hmm. um but yeah like all these characters are like awesome and i get really into them even though like they don't have a personality also which is like kind of like odd <laughs> but like I because like I think about that too much and I'm like why why have I spent that much money on Kaito when he's like when like as a, a that's just like a blank slate yeah but then there's like a lot of people that like you know like in video games like protagonists that don't speak mm-hmm. like a lot of people get really into those people so it might be a projection thing too because it's like that's what whoever you want them to be which is awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's probably a big one at the very least like I never had a very intense like I was into this one mem- quote-unquote member or, like, character from Vocaloid, but there was a lot of times where I was like, I'm this specific, I'm very into this specific, like, Miku. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different <laughs> Mikus. Like, I like it when people draw, like, fan art of, like, a bunch of different Mikus from different songs together, because mm-hmm. it's, like, that's just so cool how, like, one design can spawn, like, all these different, like, designs and stories and stuff, and that's just, like, so awesome to me. Yeah. Um, kind of on that, are there any, like, favorite fan-made series or like eras that you maybe want to go into any stuff like that that you'd like to share (laughs) of course my my biggest favorite one is uh the happiness series by utata p where in this world uh, miku is like this evil empress who wants everyone in her kingdom to be happy if not she will kill them um and in the original song that was published for this called this is the happiness and peace of mind committee like she goes on like these whole tangents of the song like listing like different ways that she would kill people including crucifixion and like me i went to catholic school i'm like oh my god reference <laughs> reference <laughs> i'm like i find that just so awesome and then there's like spin-off songs like that not spin-off but, like songs that come after that that are really cool mm-hmm. um i do really like the song uh there should be a cheap code to happiness i believe it's called i always forget like the f- specific phrasing of it mm-hmm. but it's so cool the main vocal of that it's not miku i believe it's yukari and, like, she keeps trying to, like, input, like, the Konami code to be happy. And I'm like, oh, that's just so real. I would do that. Yeah. <laughs> there was a good amount of time where I listened. I didn't listen to Vocaloid specific. I listened to uh, a musician cover Vocaloid tracks um, that were Ooh. translated into English. And there was one about, um, like, a video game. It was a, a Lennon. Um, oh, God, is it Lennon? Ren and Len, yeah. Ren and Len. Um, it was it was one of their songs about like Lin being a an not an evil king but like a very intense and then um her brother being a knight who just kept getting like absolutely destroyed in boss fights over and over <laughs> and over again and it was like the funniest song I'd ever found on the internet. <laughs> oh my god, what song is that? I, don't I remember. never remember the name, but I I remember like the it was literally like rap breakdowns because uh, as 
the you don't have any limitations on how fast the voice is. It can get oh really yeah, fast. I, I really <laughs> I really enjoy it when people make Vocaloids sing fast. Like yeah. there's um this producer called Cosmo, and like he. Uh, notoriously makes Miku just like say things that are like very much unattainable by like a human voice. Yeah. Um. And these songs, uh, Miku has her own r- little rhythm games, which is awesome. And yes, yeah. these songs are very usually the highest difficulty in these games because like they make you like go as fast with your fingers like mm-hmm. with this voice, and it's so. I I can't I still can't clear that I I love uh, Project Diva but I I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I tried Project Diva for I think about a day. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I I, I still I have like hours in those games. I'm just not <laughs> I'm not good at them, but it's fun. It's fun. I'm just not good. Because <laughs> with uh stuff like Happiness Saga and also like I don't remember what it was called, but especially uh, like the very like Halloween horror ones. Oh yeah, Avelius. I think so. Um. The one that I remember the most vividly that was a Vocaloid that I listened to was an Alice in Wonderland thing. Oh, yeah. Where... Um, Alice of Human Sacrifice, Yes, right? Alice of Human Sacrifice. So that, that that's is interesting because that's, like, not a Vocaloid song. Yeah. But, like, they use, like, the Vocaloid imagery in it, yes. which is very interesting. <laughs> and, it, and there's, like, this whole, like, kind of creepypasta around it about these Alice killings. And they left, like, a little card at each one, mm-hmm. which is, like, not a real story, but a story that a lot of people thought were was real also. Mm-hmm. And that that's so like ah that's so interesting too because it's like that song, not not a Vocaloid song but like people think it is so it's like kind of like the opposite thing of like people thinking that Miku's real they're thinking this real person is a Miku which I find so funny it is very I haven't I didn't re-listen to it because I forgot the name of it but like I remember back in the day there being arguments about what whether where it was or not in the comments yeah. <laughs> Like that was the thing where I was like, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's I. I was shell shocked by that too when I found out. I was like, but the Miku's in the video. She's, she's right there. They're all in the thing. She's right. They're all right there. They're all right there. Yeah, like I, I could see them. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like it's really interesting how, like, although it is a very specific program that people have access to, it also because it's accessible and because there are these like figureheads of like if you use this voice, this is who it is. Um, they get like applied to all these different worlds and all these different like creations of artists, especially younger artists. I was very into RPG Maker oh, yeah. as a kid, so I found so much stuff on like Mad Father and Ib uh, related things using Vocaloids for the exact purpose of like I gotta explain this character's motivation through a song real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, they're very similar to me in my brain. I guess like now, how do you kind of view the community? Because that's the thing. I feel like it's something that I was really into when I was younger but I haven't really looked back at it that much like I, I've seen like you know some concerts and stuff like I've seen clips from concerts and there's the way that Miku's sort of for a little bit I want to say in likes but like in like 2016 to like 2018 was trying to come over to America a bit <laughs> it was trying yeah. to get a little bit Americanized how do you how do you kind of see like that remnant and like current Vocaloid or like current music. I do still think it's very much a global software, especially because mm-hmm. like with AI, a lot of these softwares are transitioning to being like very much multilingual, without the extra hassle of having to re-record a lot of different samples over and over again. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, each language has like very unique like sounds to their voices. And before, like they used to have to have like that voice provider in there, struggling like having to do like all these different things. Mm-hmm. But now with with AI again, consensual AI, I have to make that very yes, clear. Yeah. <laughs> now they could sing whatever language again with very little hassle. And there's like a, this new um, 
program coming out called uh, Mogni AI, made by the people at Power FX. Uh, if you know them, like they did the Vocaloid Oliver. Mm, um, mm-hmm. He's a little bit recognizable with the little bandage and the bird and yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're coming out with like I believe forty languages at first, or they're oh, planning wow. on that, which I find just like so awesome. But yeah, Miku's still coming to America. Like this year, uh, Miku Expo's touring around America, which I will be attending. Yeah, I I will go there no matter what. That's awesome, first of all, that like Miku still gets like in-person conventions, especially post-COVID, because they're kind of like going like going online mm-hmm. uh, for all that. But also just because like now the community is like very very big as well, especially with the new game, uh, Project Sekai, the phone game, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have gotten very very into, which is like a new like mode for introducing vocaloid to people which i find awesome i don't think the the community has gone away which a lot of people have been like oh my god it's so over for vocaloid (laughs) and i'm like no it's not it's just beginning again i mean i kind of do wonder and i think it's not as easy to like motivate yourself to make animations on youtube anymore yeah and that's kind of like a big thing of i think the video games are actually kind of the new big pull yeah i would agree with that because i also like I play I play Diva when I'm watching my friends play it because my friends are really into like those rhythm games, and then with like the phone game, I also tried that with them because it was the same thing. It's like I want to at least try it out and see if I can do play it with them, but at the same time, that's not my bag. I'm just not good. I have terrible yeah. coordination, <laughs> and like I mainly got in it through the animations, and it's like there's not as good as an incentive anymore. The like larger hubs for independent animation aren't as active anymore. I think that's kind of the thing that I yeah. feel is maybe making it feel dead. But there is still the music no matter what. Yeah, and there, I I found that it's very, very active on Twitter um, mm-hmm. at the moment, which, uh, I mean, maybe that's just because my algorithm is very, very, um, <laughs> like, tailored to that. But I, I find, like, new producers all the time, which makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. But I will say it, it is very upsetting that, like, now stuff like YouTube is very much, like, Mr. Beast's territory now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, Mr. Beast... Do a collab with me. <laughs> like, I don't know. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, if Domino's can. <laughs> I know. Dom- Speaking of, that was awesome when they did that. I love it when they bring like Miku into like real world products. There's like that mm-hmm. one commercial where it was like a shampoo commercial with like Scarlett Johansson and like Scarlett Johansson picked up the phone and she's like, "Hi, Miku," and it's like, it was just like that's that's like so awesome to me. Yeah. Because it's like Miku's not a real person, but also she is like in my heart. Because like in, it's like it's like eventually like when something becomes like such a phenomenon where it's like real to you, like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Like Miku's kind of my Bigfoot, um, where it's like you know. You don't know who wrote I, I, Harry Potter? Yeah, no, like she did write Harry Potter. And also uh, she removed all the problematic stuff in exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> crazy, I know. Crazy. She just she just can do that. That's that's gotta be one of my favorite things about it as well. Is it's not really like a um a full blown meme to me even with Miku. It's just a thing of like, oh no, she has existed, she has always existed, and she will always be with us forever. I yeah. don't know what it is. She feels like she very much transcends being online. If that makes sense. Oh God, yeah. I, it's to the point where I'm surprised they've not put her in Fortnite yet. So real. Because it's like that's like like one of the things where it's like you know you think she would be in Fortnite by now. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, I mean like Peter Griffin's in there, and they it's could like, all be in there so easy. I know. Like I I, I feel like like at there. least Miku should be put in Fortnite, and like I that's something I've been thinking about for so long because it's like <laughs> I don't know why I feel like they they gotta get on that. They've been um, on the Grande, but. Oh yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj is in um, Call of Duty. That's they should also put Miku in Call of Duty. They should also put Miku in Call of Duty. Um, Yeah, but yeah, no. It's it's really cool how like something made by like initially like a pretty small company. Like I mean, okay, Vocaloid the software made by Yamaha. Mm. Um, 
which also a motorcycle brand. But um, and a music brand. We got yeah, Yamaha in this booth. Oh my gosh. Anyway, they Anyways. they do everything. Um, yeah. So vocally, the original software made by Yamaha, but um, Miku uh, was made by a company called Krypton. Her and all her little friends. Um, her and like like her primary like squad. Fi- five of the friends. Yeah, the primary. The primary color is great. Yeah, and then there's like you know there's also like other vocaloids made by different companies. Again, like I mentioned before, like Power FX made Oliver, and it's really cool like seeing like these basically just like small businesses like mm-hmm. get like so much recognition because like a little anime guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like especially with Miku because like she's like culturally like around you know she's been mm-hmm. she's been places um and that's just so cool to be she toured with lady gaga that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> i do kind of want to ask do you have any like feelings about any like kind of under the radar uh producers under the radar voice modules that maybe people have made on their own like almost yeah. independently anything like that in the space yeah so um i'm gonna go with producers first because uh, mm-hmm. i mean i with my radio show i very much like put on just like whatever mm-hmm. on there like i i've like like play people that have like zero listeners on spotify and i'm like well i'm the first mm-hmm. uh like i don't even know how i find these like i i put on like random songs i found on youtube there's one that like permeates in my brain called like mcdonald's city pop <laughs> and like it has like the musical motif of like the da 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 throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. and it's like it's like i it had like it has like ten thousand views and i was like this is awesome obviously it was pre the boycott but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. awesome <laughs> um, and i i remember i commented on that person's video and i was like i play this song on my radio show and they just liked it and i was like yes and I, I think a lot about like how these people like they don't know so i i love smaller producers i i love how like vocaloids like a very easy thing to pick up especially because it's very easy to pirate for some people but i'm a little legal airy so i don't do all any right, of that right. yeah i i don't support that but um yeah, it's a very, very easy software for people to pick up and use, uh, especially because, like, a lot of these people, like, may not be able to sing, and they're, like, just, or they're just getting into music, and, like, they are a little bit nervous, which I, I would say uh, maybe a combo for me. Yeah, like, I, I love it as, like a, like, a way for people to get into music. Like, I just, like, found, like, this new producer online um, who like just start releasing music and they're like yeah i've never made music before but like i kind of felt like it um and like the stuff that they're putting out is pretty good for someone who's like never made music before especially and i'm really into it i'm playing it on my show this friday um and i it's just so cool like seeing like even people now like popping up like with like these vocaloids because like they love these characters and they're like i'm gonna try making music now it's just so awesome like I uh, on a kind of like a tangent about producers, like I I know I keep saying like Miku does this, Miku does that. <laughs> She's a tool. Um, mm-hmm. like like literally she is a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I find it interesting because some people like when they c- want to credit like a producer's song, they're like they're like oh Miku said this, and I'm like girl no she didn't. <laughs> Very odd that like Miku as like a zeitgeist has like taken over like crediting producers, especially um. I see a lot of, like, fans of, like, Project Sekai do that, and I'm, like, mm. the credit's right there, like, on the song. Really, it's just, like, people who are, like, uninformed, which I get. Uh, but, you know, I, I do find that interesting. Uh, underrated voice banks. Very into, again, PowerFX's voice banks. Like, they're coming out with two new ones with uh, Magni AI, um, Nain Audin, and Artem, I believe. Um, they're very, very cute, and they're non-binary, and I'm, like, hell yeah. Awesome. Nice, nice Awesome nice. rep. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also some new voice bags um, for Synthesizer V, which is a software that's becoming very, very popular right now, mm-hmm. um, from Eclipse Sounds, I believe they're called. And, uh, like, one of the voice banks, uh, Estudion, uh, has, like, 
the lowest rang- range of like any Vocaloid ever, which mm-hmm. I find super cool because they got like this guy with like a crazy low like octave range to voice him, and it's like really cool, like tech like like creativity wise, like to have like a Vocaloid that could like sing that low without mm-hmm. a lot of uh, hassle needed. So I really like that, and then um, you can make your own Vocaloid. Actually, uh, that's a very possible thing, which I like it when people do that with this software called Utau, which is like an open source Vocaloid software. Um, that a lot of pe- I've seen a lot of people like just like posting on Twitter, like guys, my Utau is out now, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's so cool, and then they make like a little drawing for it, and I'm like, you became an anime guy, that's so cool, <laughs> and it's like weird because it's like these people are like Vocaloid fans, and they're kind of like like feeding into the cycle of like releasing these like voice banks to have like other people use mm. as a Vocaloid. And I, I just love that so much, how it's like how it's like a snake eating itself. It's so cool. <laughs> An Ouroboros, if you will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are there any, like, general topics that you'd like to maybe philosophize about? I, I was going to ask you about that thing of, like, produ- crediting not a producer but Miku or crediting the Vocaloid character over the producer. So I'm glad you kind of touched on that. But if you want to, you know, go more into that, into something else we haven't talked about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. First of all, um, always credit the producers because, like, I'm going to be honest, like, I love Miku, but she would be nothing without the talented artists that, like, put their all into um, Vocaloids and stuff. Yeah. And I I find it so cool how it's, like, very much like an artist-driven thing, uh, internet-driven subculture, especially because, like, I always see, like, um, people online where it's, like, musicians and, like, artists, like, collabing, and then they become, like, friends, and, like, you know, just, like, all these people, like sharing their work with each other and like I love how that's it's like like that's just like an anime girl but like she was able to spawn like this whole community of like artists helping each other out yeah and I love I love to see it I love to see it yeah so you, you still should always credit your artists that's the yeah biggie. credit your artists credit don't your artists don't don't say like credits to the artists too because like what Jesus do you mean Christ. by what do you mean by that google it uh but anything any other topic you just kind of want to talk on or how do you feel I don't know. I I'm very much uh, a consumerism baby. Me and my my Kaido Ito bag. It's, it's I I love little things that are like collectible. Oh yeah. And the, these are very collectible because there's all these little guys. It's so awesome. Uh, very speak, guy little guys without a without a picture. Okay. So um, <laughs> like some Vocaloids um or voice synthesizers. I I use Vocaloids as a catch-all term. A lot of people get mad about that, but I don't care. Um, a lot of um voice synths like don't have like an anime boy attached to it um those tend to be a little less popular because people don't have like an image to attach it to so there's a lot of artists too that have taken it upon themselves to make their own designs which Mm -hmm. i also find very awesome um specifically uh there's this voice bank called kevin from uh, synthesizer v Mm -hmm. who people just like decided is like like a gamer boy so they make him wear like that like triforce t-shirt with like the cargo shorts and like a little headset and like they draw him as like a stick figure not even as an anime boy like a stick figure and i just find that so funny and like i i see that like that little like base picture of kevin synthesizer v everywhere (laughs) everywhere and it's like so silly to me um like how again like it's just like artists like just like being awesome and like making a little design and it goes it goes everywhere and mm-hmm. it's just so cool how like this community it's so like tight-knit in a way where everyone knows the inside jokes and it's just like so fun to be part of it why would you recommend people to listen to this and what is kind of your recommendation of it could be like what's your kind of feeler of if you'd be into like vocaloid yeah, so um, I do think people that are in electronic music would be more into this, but I do recommend that like most people 
at least people with an open mind should try it out because it's a very uh, awesome thing. It's a very, like, good thing for, like, artistic, like, expression and stuff. And I, I do find that, like, a lot of people feel a little more creative when they're using this because they're not mm-hmm. bound by, like, things like, like, what can I sing? Because it's like, well, they can sing it. So, you know, I will say very much like a digital thing, but, like, there are, like, vocally producers that make rock and, like, metal music. If mm-hmm. you like metal, I highly recommend Utsupi. Uh, he does metal music and it's very, very cool. And he has Miku screaming in his songs, which just awesome when you're able to do that. Because mm-hmm. um, I love it when she's angry. <laughs> and um, other people I'd recommend. Um, Cosmo, again, very, very good. Makes Miku sing fast. I think his songs are very catchy as well. Um, why am I forgetting like everyone? Um, Mikito P, very, very good. Uh, he made the song Roki. Uh, which is very very catchy tune, um, and who else? if you like rap music, check out Giga, um, also a very great producer. Uh, if you're into Pokemon, check out the whole Pokemon Miku collab that came out recently. Oh, true, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. they're releasing a bunch of songs for that, and a bunch of different producers are participating, including like a couple of the ones I listed. Um, very great songs all around, but Giga made a really good song called Gotcha, which I really really like. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, got Miku rapping in it. Um, and if you're a little bit scared of, like, these vocaloids sounding robotic, uh, check out Michie M. Uh, by the way, Michie M named himself, like, after, like, a member of uh, the Jimi Hendrix experience, which I find is, like, so, like, an awesome tie-in because, like, I also love classic rock. But, yeah, check out Michie M because he tunes these vocaloids to sound like they're real people, um, which I... It's a very, very hard thing to do with, mm-hmm. like, Miku and friends because they're, they've not transitioned to AI yet. So I, I'm sure he spends hours on that, days even, uh, and I very much respect him for it. Um, and again, Kaito raps in the song called Ohedo Julia Night, which is just so cool to hear because he's awesome, bro. I love Kaito. Anyway, <laughs> so that's all my recs. Uh, I could go on and on for, like, hours, but, you know. No, that's wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much. Do you have any kind of final statement you want to put into the ether any we said your radio show fridays when uh fridays uh 11 30 p.m eastern standard time i will be here for the rest of the spring semester and then and then i'll be back in the fall etc 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 until i graduate like you (laughs) oh god i'm old (laughs) (laughs) but no thank you so much for coming on the show 10 um thank you for listening uh i'm finally back in my very dusty mausoleum the beast is still on my leg uh it is gnawing at it every night i'm fine i promise um yeah any last words (laughs) you should get that checked out i probably should i think i'm gonna get an infection but it's fine i'll be fine um (laughs) yeah let me clean up this mausoleum and uh you have a good night You've been listening to The Cult Crypt with Micah Carlson on WNYU 89.1 FM.